So last night, I was boiling down syrup, the last stages, and filtering it and bottling it and looking at this gorgeous, deep, all-born stuff just waiting to be savored in the jars lined up on the counter. And of course, we're in the very midst of a horrible pandemic in the country with the coronavirus. And I'm looking at this amazing sugar that I gathered from tree sap in our woods behind our house. And I couldn't help but think of the correlation. And I thought, you know what, whether you can make your own syrup or not, Everybody out there should know the amazingness behind this all-natural sugar that is way too often completely not understood or not being used. So today, that's what this episode is all about, the science behind maple syrup. Welcome to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Visser. Because most of us are longing to simplify things, in the crazy, busy, loud clutter of life, I'm here to be your encouragement mentor. To remind you that while simple living is not synonymous with easy, it is something you can slowly ease yourself into. And it is definitely worth the effort. So let's do this together. Welcome to episode two of the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. Today, we are diving into the science behind the syrup. Now, right up front, I'm going to tell you, I am not a science kind of girl. From infancy, I have been by far that creative, head-in-the-clouds, language arts kind of girl. Now, when I started homeschooling my daughters, I suddenly realized that science was something that actually was important and that I needed to understand. So I did, through the two decades of homeschooling my girls, work through a whole lot of science lessons. So I I had to become somewhat of a science girl. But when it comes to maple syrup, everything that I am knowledgeable about and that I have included in my book... I'm going to tell you, it has not come naturally to me. (laughs) No pun intended, since, of course, maple syrup is an all-natural sugar. Can I get an amen? Um, But I have done extensive reading, extensive research. I've talked to a lot of folks who really do know science and really do know the science behind syrup. And as a result, I've put together this information for you today. So trust me, it's not just coming off of Michelle's brain because that wouldn't have a lot to tell you about science. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing I want to tell you that I think is really cool about maple syrup, it's a functional food. Functional foods offer us more than just nutrition. It like takes a lot for a food to be labeled as functional. It has to give you more than just, you know, that sustaining nourishment that food gives you in general, if it's good food at least. But it has to have another positive effect on your health before scientists are, <laughs> before scientists are going to say, oh, yeah, that's a functional food. And some of those benefits could be like, okay, for example, oatmeal. Oatmeal is full of like a soluble fiber, right? And that helps do a lot of things for your body, one of which is lower your cholesterol. So it's great to eat oatmeal if you have high cholesterol. But That's what makes oatmeal a functional food. It's not just giving your body nutrients when you eat it. It's giving you other benefits as well. 
So um, orange juice, you know how, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, maybe it's been more than that. <laughs> a while ago, you started seeing orange juice crop up in the grocery store that said it was fortified with all different things. Like you can get orange juice fortified with calcium, right? Which doesn't naturally come in the orange juice. And that'll, of course, help your bone health. Um, but of course, in that case, the orange juice had to be modified to make it functional, right? Well, maple syrup has absolutely no modification to it. In fact, if you've ever made maple syrup, you'll realize it really can't be more simple. In fact, in a future episode, I think I'll break down the steps to making syrup yourself. But for now, let me just tell you that it, it could not be more down-to-earth basic. So for certainty, nothing's been added to maple syrup to make it a functional food the way that they add things to some foods to be able to label them functional. So what does this mean for us? Well, it basically means whenever I choose to sweeten with maple syrup, when I put it on my cereal in the morning, when I put it in my tea that I'm drinking in the evening, when I use it to bake my cookies or I use it for a meat glaze, however I use it, if I'm using it instead of refined sugar, I'm actually using a functional food that's adding essential vitamins and minerals to my diet. And that's something you would never get from refined sugar. So I find that amazingly cool. Now, speaking of um, fiber and oatmeal, another thing about maple syrup is that it's prebiotic. Scientists have discovered this complex carbohydrate called inulin in maple syrup. Inulin's like this natural fiber that is a prebiotic. It has carbohydrates, maple syrup does, that feed the good bacteria in my gut. So since the good bacteria pretty much call the shots in my intestines, maple syrup indirectly helps me digest my nutrients and synthesize the vitamins. And this I find crazy. In fact, you might not believe me because honestly, I didn't believe this when I first read it. But because it is prebiotic and it's doing those great things in my gut, maple syrup actually helps manage my weight. I know that seems crazy. And don't take this wrong. Don't go, oh, Michelle said maple syrup helps me manage my weight, so I'm going to have all the maple syrup I want. Because no, absolutely, you will gain weight if you have an unlimited supply of maple syrup in your diet. But I just find it amazing that because it's prebiotic, it is beneficial if you're using it in the right quantities to help you manage your weight. Isn't that crazy? And it even helps make your bones stronger and it helps you fight against carcinogens that are in your environment or possibly in other food that you're even eating and not realizing it has carcinogens in it. Um, and even it helps keep our brain healthy. So all these great benefits of the prebiotic nature of maple syrup seem pretty crazy. Okay, so that's the prebiotic side. What about the probiotics? Probiotics are something I'm a little more familiar with. So I was curious when I heard maple syrup had prebiotics, does it have probiotics? Yes, it does. Probiotics are these live microorganisms that are really good bacteria for our guts. And maple syrup has many of them. I've actually been fermenting drinks for quite a few years now, kombucha 
And I do like to have switchel once in a while too, but kombucha is my main go-to. Have to have a glass every day that I make on my kitchen counter. If you don't know what kombucha is, believe me, we'll have future episodes about that too. But basically for now, I'll tell you it's a fermented tea that builds up great prebiotics and probiotics for your gut health. Um, My family has been eating a lot more slow fermented sourdough bread recently. In fact, just today on Instagram and on my blog, I shared with a lot of people who have been asking, because I keep sharing pictures of my bread and I keep getting questions about it. So I shared my whole lowdown scoop from beginning to end with how I make my slow fermented sourdough bread with actually no discard. So gee, everything I say, I realize, oh, there's a future episode. I'm sure I'll do some episodes about sourdough bread because there's a lot to that. But um, through through all these different avenues, through kombucha and sourdough bread and other things in our diet, we are adding probiotics to our diet because probiotics have this really powerful impact on our overall digestive health. And beyond that, they even have been shown to reduce depression and improve the quality of your skin, which, you know, is really important when you're getting old and you're getting all those wrinkles and the tighter skin. It helps improve that. And it promotes your heart health. Probiotics are a fantastic thing. So any way that I can increase the probiotics in my family's diet, I am all for that. So I love hearing that I can increase our probiotics by just switching the sweetener we use. I actually got rid of refined sugar quite a while ago. But whenever I can replace any other sugar or sweetener with maple syrup, that heard of till I started researching this. Maple syrup has polyphenolic, 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 (laughs) something like that, polyphenolic compounds in the syrup. In fact, I'm not even sure if polyphenolic is an actual word. (laughs) Polyphenol? Okay, that's the, I think you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. It has these polyphenols in it. And Just one little tablespoon of maple syrup has actually 20 milligrams of polyphenols. It's something that science is still, I mean, science is always researching more and more, right? But this is an ongoing research right now with science. I think we're going to find in years ahead that polyphenols have even more magical, amazing capabilities than we realize right now. But for now, I can tell you there are many benefits that we do know of to polyphenols. But the benefit that I want to hone in on right now is the fact that polyphenols help deter the way our bodies convert some carbohydrates into sugar. Now, because type 2 diabetes is a prevalent problem in our society, this is a pretty big deal. I mean, finding a potential anti-diabetic compound in an actual sweetener, maple syrup, hello, is that crazy or what? Um, Also, if you're diabetic, you're familiar with something called a glycemic scale. I'm very blessed that no one in my family has ever been someone that I've had to worry about the glycemic scale, but I read some about it and I talked to a few diabetics who deal with it on a daily basis. And basically, it's a scale that they wanna keep close watch over. When they eat anything at all, they want to know where does this fall on the glycemic scale because there's this like a magical area on the scale that they don't want to consume anything that goes beyond that. So that number is 55 for a diabetic. So something like refined sugar 
it falls at 65 on the glycemic scale, so they really want to avoid anything that has refined sugar in it. Sadly, honey, which I also have quite a love for, we have an apiary with a few hives and we harvest our own honey every year, so I do love honey almost as much as maple syrup. But sadly, honey falls at 58 on the glycemic scale, so that's something a diabetic can't have in their diet. But maple syrup, this is the really great thing. It falls at 54. Mind you, it's very high for a diabetic, and they have to be very careful and watch how often and how much they eat of maple syrup. But if their doctor gives them permission, I should say I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you this, but um, I have talked to diabetics who have told me that indeed maple syrup is something they can use and enjoy to sweeten their food. How great is that? But the truth is, even if you're not diabetic, consuming foods that are lower on that glycemic scale and also lower in carbohydrates, which maple syrup is, helps us prevent becoming pre-diabetic. And that's always a good thing. I just find it so fascinating that a sweetener, of course, mind you, I think it's because it's an all-natural sweetener, but a sweetener can be something that helps us avoid diabetes and might even someday be something that science realizes is part of a cure for diabetes. Blows my mind. Maple syrup is also anti-inflammatory. Researchers have actually found properties in maple syrup that are anti-inflammatory. You know, just like if you're taking some Tylenol or ibuprofen, right? Wait, maybe Tylenol isn't an anti-inflammatory. Ibuprofen definitely is. <laughs> Again, not a science person, but you get my gist. So does this mean like maple syrup is kind of like gooey, delicious ibuprofen that I can pour on my pancakes in the morning? I am all in. Oh, and another benefit of the polyphenols, they actually improve your ability to fight off um, sickness. Like, I mean, maple syrup actually boosts your immune system. I think that's amazing. I know when I was a kid and had a cold, my mom used to want me to have tea and she'd try and have me put, I'm sorry, have honey. She would have try and have me put honey in my tea. And as a kid, I don't know why. I was just a weird kid, guys. I didn't like honey, and I saw that as, like, torture, and I really didn't want to do it, so I avoided it whenever I could. But anyway, today I, I love honey, and I definitely love putting it in my tea. Um, but I remember that as a kid, and I remember thinking that was kind of crazy, and I didn't know if I even believed mom. But <laughs> But something like honey can help you fight off a cold. But guess what? Mom was right. And it's true of maple syrup, too. So when I'm feeling kind of lousy or, you know, I'm fighting a head cold, which today with the coronavirus going on, you know, of course, if that was the case, I would highly recommend that you quarantine yourself too. But in your quarantine, let me just tell you, make sure you add some maple syrup to your tea or however else you want to add it to your diet because it really does have immune boosting properties. Cool, right? Now, antioxidants are something that I actually know a little bit about because, well, <laughs> going to go sidetracked here, but for many years, I had this awesome blessing of being a coach to some amazing FLL robotics teams. FLL stands for First Lego League. It's a great program. And because I was always feeling very insufficient when it came to science topics, I was always looking for ways to get my daughter's 
out in the science world, so to speak, in ways that I knew I couldn't help them because I was clueless about so much of this stuff. Well, ironically, (laughs) I wound up being a coach of a team for quite a few years. Um, I learned through that process so many lessons, but one that I learned was you can absolutely lead a group of kids in an effort that you are clueless in because you can learn along with them and you can be their guide and you can be their encourager. So that's what I got to do. Me, who, like I told you in the beginning, I'm a total language arts kind of girl. There I was coaching robotics teams. Crazy story, but true. Anyway, one of those years, one of the research things that the team was working on, because FLL is not just about learning how to build and program a robot, as if that wouldn't be cool enough. It's also about showing kids at a young age what science involves and what it entails and what real scientists do in real life. So part of this challenge beyond the robot side is a science investigative research side. And one year, the group of kids decided to research something that involved learning about antioxidants. So whew, there, I came back full circle to why I was telling you that story. So I, I learned then that antioxidants are really important for us to have, especially more in today's day and age than they were a century ago, because we have these things called free radicals in our body. It's just a given. We all have them. And when I first heard about it, I kind of freaked out and got a little panicked. (laughs) But it's just the way it is that our body has these free radical cells just bouncing around and doing their own thing, which typically is not a good thing. And they're caused by things like being exposed to, you know, tobacco smoke or radiation. But it's also just a matter of our body breaking down food sometimes produces these free radicals. But whenever we add antioxidants to our diet, we are giving something for that free radical that's floating around, maybe going to do harm eventually. We're giving it something to attach to. The antioxidants actually protect our cells against those free radicals. So to hear that maple syrup has antioxidants, it's a very good thing, made me very happy. But basically, science has found out, they've known for a while now that, like I said, any time that we have a plant-based food, it is definitely going to be higher in antioxidants than any other food. So it makes perfect sense that maple syrup, of course, has antioxidants because maple syrup is coming directly from a tree. If you don't know this, maybe I should explain because I know it is a question people pose to me often of what exactly is in maple syrup. Believe it or not, it is tree sap. That is it. Tree sap. Nothing else. Because that's how you make it. You collect sap from the tree, you boil the sap until you get the right sugar content so it's nice and sweet, and then you bottle it. So when you are putting maple syrup on your pancakes or you're using it to bake your cookies, you are using tree sap. That is it. So it makes sense. Obviously, maple syrup is a plant-based food. It makes sense. It's really good for you, and it's really high in these very important antioxidants. So there you have it. I have told you a little bit of the gist of what I know about the science behind syrup. It's pretty amazing, no? 
I mean, it blows my mind to think something so delicious and something that I can actually make from start to finish. It's completely my own doing with no additives and no fancy steps required that can be this good for me. Now, again, I should caution, no matter how loaded it is with all of these wonderful factors that I've mentioned, it is definitely still a sweetener and you can absolutely eat too much of it. It can make you obese and it can definitely hurt your teeth. I have a very good friend who is a dental hygienist and in her honor, I try to always make sure I tell people whenever possible after you've used maple syrup in your food to take a second and brush your teeth because it is a sweetener that you don't want it to be laying on your teeth. Okay, so there's a little nod to Gina. Love you, Gina. Um, And I hope that I've encouraged you that throughout the days and weeks ahead with the coronavirus and whatever we might be facing, take heart. You do have access to ways of making your own food that maybe you haven't even discovered yet. Trust me, there's a lot of options out there. And it turns out when you do find those ways, it's always, always going to be the best way, the best food that you can have. So we don't have to be entirely reliant on the grocery store and we don't have to go to the grocery store to get our sugar. We can access all natural sugar right in our backyards. And on top of that, it is really good for us. So I hope that's encouraged you a little bit today. Thank you so much for joining me here. And I want to say thank you. Seriously, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today. It honestly means a lot to me because this whole new podcast journey is uncertain to me at best. I'm figuring it out as I go, but I'm super excited to be doing it. So thanks for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed it, if you were encouraged or you learned something useful, please do me a huge favor. I would be so honored if you would hit the follow button so you never miss a future episode. And I'd appreciate it if you'd be willing to drop a really quick review over on your favorite podcast player, just as a way to help others find this little podcast and enable me to encourage a few other folks in some simple little way today. So thanks, guys. I hope everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods.